Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Hey, welcome everyone. I am Charlie. And I'm Eva Lewandowski. Hi guys. Hello E. And And, yourself? uh, I'm okay. Um, before we start, yes. a couple of quick things. I want to first thank TalkZone once again for giving mm-hmm. us the opportunity to help make a difference um, for another year, which is always good, right? Right. And we promise to raise the bar even higher. Um, another assignment today, and that is the word of the day is... Uh-huh. We haven't had a word of the day in a while, have we? No. No. It is entropy. Entropy? Entropy. E-N-T-R-O-P-Y. Okay. Um, so think about it, guys. We need the definition and we need. Oh, you're not going to tell? No, I'm going to (laughs) wait until next week. Um, we need the, uh, the definition email to ctradioinfo at gmail.com. You're assigning our listeners tasks? Yes. Oh. Because next week we will, we will share the definition in the context of the workplace. Ooh. Okay. okay. Yeah. This is a really cool word, and um, I think it'll help us. Do you have one of those calendars where you like rip it off no. and you get the new? <laughs> this, this was your own. <laughs> this came your own find. No. It came out of a meeting. Oh. And okay. uh, I want to save it because I want our listeners to check it out on their own, and we'll talk about it next week. If I if I discuss it now. Right. But what was that show where, like, if you said the word, it, like, buzzed in? Right. That there was, was, like, the secret word. Right. The Groucho Marx Groucho show. Groucho Marx, yeah. That goes back to, like, the 50s. Well, yeah, I wasn't born yet, but. Um, you saw the reruns. I saw the reruns. Okay. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> um, okay. So, last week, we had a quiz, and the quiz was... Um, a leader is also a dealer in, and we had to fill in the blanks. And Carol Martinez got the right word. And she did. She was still waiting for her to email us so we can send her her wonderful free gift. Um, but a leader is a dealer in hope. And we learned that firsthand last week with our great guest, Dr. Um, Mary Gillum. Yep. Who was truly a leader in, and also a dealer in hope. We meet a lot of great leaders. Yes. Yes. Um, Mary's thing was always positive, but yeah. she was very strong in her yeah. leadership, yeah. right? Yeah, she was great. Uh, and that's what we learned. A leader is a dealer in hope. We did. Right. Yeah, that was good. I know. Oh, and just to remind our listeners, if you ever need a replay, if you're miss the show all the replays are available on talkzone.com under the business channel and you'll find us corporate talk with charlie and eva right and the mission of the show is to use all our collaborative powers Mm -hmm. to make a difference in the workplace even as one person and and the we take a lot of pride in our guests yes we do and we need you guys to pick a replay and review it yeah so they're all listed there you know 
right on TalkZone, and you can you can get all the bios on all of our guests and listen anytime at your convenience. And you can also download the app for free on your Android phone. Yeah, which we have done. Yes, we have. Um, a couple other things, but first I want to ask, so how did it go today? Good. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, stage fright is um is a hot is a hot button topic that a lot of people have and um a lot of people don't discuss because there's a little bit of uh, fear and anxiety and shame behind it. Yeah. We don't want anyone to know. And only people that have stage fright get stage fright. I mean in terms of get mean understand it. Oh. Yeah. Because if you don't really have it, you don't really understand it. You kinda of say, Well, you know, just picture everybody, you know, naked in the room and you'll be fine. Yeah. It doesn't really work that way. There's a lot of there's a lot of judgment behind it. There's a lot of anxiety behind it. There's also people that have stage fright also tend to not necessarily speak up in meetings, don't necessarily even like to make small talk, you know, at dinner if there's people there they don't know. So there's a lot of stuff behind it. So it's very interesting. Do you think um, in a meeting mm-hmm. if we're being maybe dictated to or bullied mm. that stage fright would be preventing us from responding? So in some cases, yes, absolutely. And you don't have to be bullied for it to be preventing you from responding. It's just maybe just having everyone in the room look at you, even if it's no bullying, it's just an easy peasy day. It can still be difficult. And that also means then if if stage fright is holding back your input, you're leaving all your valuable content and contributions on the table. Oh, yeah, because I firmly believe that not only the extroverts that love the spotlight should be the ones, you know, sharing their message. Everybody has a message. So that's my mission is to help people get that message out. Nice. Just like yours. Yeah. So we're missionaries. We're missionaries. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Excellent. No, keep up the good work and keep us posted. I will. Okay. Thank you. Okay, so it's funny, right? When it comes to quoting leaders or leadership quotes like a leader is a dealer in hope. And by the way, that was from Napoleon. Um, The social media is flooded with those posts. A leader is a dealer in hope. Oh, But you know what? I like those sometimes. Oh, good point. Excellent. I agree. But when we try to ask, what have you, what examples of leadership have you done today at work? Today. Mm. This is what we get. Is that tumbleweeds? We get tumbleweeds. That's a nice sound effect. Right? Yeah. So, you know, the workplace improvement revolution, we need all of us to contribute, to participate as yes. teammates, Yes. right? Yes. So we ask the question again to all of us leaders. And by the way, leadership, as I defined it, mm. is a ship. Of leaders? Of leaders. <laughs> Therefore, shared leaders, right? So what are you doing today? What did you do today? What did you... Oh, wait, you skimmed by that, right? I think you want to go back and kind of talk about that shared, a ship of leaders, shared leadership. It's not just people that are leaders in title. It's all of us can be leaders from wherever we're at. That's what you mean by a leadership. Right. Right. So you're not saying that you put all your leaders on a ship and you send them off. Right. You're saying that all of us 
can be leaders, even if we're not leaders in title, that we all have that capability. Right. In our seminar, the person washing the window is equal to the leadership of the architect in the building. Of the CEO. So when the person washing the window sees um, the air seal broken in the window, she needs to step up because that, oh, hey, that's their job as a shared leader. Right. If that makes sense. To take sense. care of the good of all. Yes. That was good. Um, so not the five-year plan, not the long-term plan, not the project plan. What did you do today? That's the question. And that's what we need to kind of pull back on, right? Sometimes we get a little bit lost in we use the project plan as a diversion. So I try to now base my day on what will I complete today? Mm. That helps me. Helps me be productive. I would agree. Yeah, that right. helps me too. You taught me that. I did? You did, yeah. That was good. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so enough, but we're in it together, right? We are. Our companies need us now more than ever, and they need us to be on our A game. And um, we need to leverage each other. I agree. Right? Yes, That's that the good. point. We're teammates. And our guest that we're going to bring out in a minute is in it now, and we have another teammate to share. Um, one thing I just want to say that I almost forgot. So today, conversation came up about trust. Yeah. And the question was, okay, so tell me, how do I, how do I get people to trust me? What do we do? And my answer was, you have to earn it. Don't be a liar. Right. <laughs> you have to earn it. Well, how, what do you Could mean? Don't be a nasty it? liar. That's one way. So I said, well, you have to test it. You have to share something with someone that normally you wouldn't, wouldn't Ooh. share Ooh. and get the trust that way. And the person said, well, that's crazy. I said, well, yeah, because you don't trust that person. That's the whole point. You have to trust. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we have to trust in the workplace, not be so political, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Test it. Um, Anyway, trust needs to be earned. Let's leave it at that because uh, before we know it, the hour will be up. Um, Yes. And we have a fantastic guest today. We do, a returning guest, which is always exciting. We have a returning guest that we have a lot of questions for. um, And uh, we... Well, why don't we just bring her on and we'll just go from there, right? We'll say who it is. Yeah, so... We are grateful We are to have a very special guest on our show today, a returning guest, Pat Obachowski. And Pat, are you with us? I certainly am with you all the way. <laughs> um, Hi, Pat. Hi, Pat. Thank you. And welcome Hi, to Eva. Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. And thanks for being so patient. <laughs> no um, problem. How are you first? You know, I am doing really, really well. I am uh, heading to Philadelphia for some uh, work this week, and I'm also preparing for a three-week journey in Nepal. So I am doing very w- well today. I was actually going to bring that up. I was going to bring that up somewhere in our conversation about Nepal because right there, you know, um, Pat is the co 
founder of Gutsy Women Win. And talk about Gutsy. I think going to Nepal is really Gutsy. Wow. Yeah, I think that's really <laughs> cool. And what made you, de- before we even get into anything, Pat, and right before yeah. we go to break, what made you decide to go to Nepal? So every, every year I try to do something that is really challenging for myself. Some years, it's along the lines of, you know, challenging myself intellectually. Some years, it is challenging myself spiritually. This year, it was about challenging myself physically. So I'm going to, on a three-week trip to Nepal, but two of those weeks consist of trekking to base camp on Annapurna, which is about 14,500 feet. And I am not a hiker. But I know a lot of people who are and who have supported me along the way. But since I have thought about Gutsy Women Win, defining that and creating a movement, I mm-hmm. have to ask myself a question every now and then when I get a little frightened of something that I haven't done before or want to challenge myself. And the question that I ask myself, Eva, is if I were really a Gutsy Woman, what would I do? And for some reason, when I thought about this journey, when I thought about this trip at the beginning of the year, because there's a lot of physical training that I have to go through and shedding of some weight and learning new skills, I asked myself that question. If I were really a gutsy woman, what would I do? And I decided I put my stake in the ground and I said, this is what I'm going to do. So it's really one of my bigger games in life. Uh, and I'm very excited, very, very thrilled to be, to be going it's really amazing because I saw you posting on Facebook about your training and I was wondering what you were doing. And now when I heard, heard recently that you were going to Nepal, I was like, oh, I get it now. But that's really, it is really gutsy, but it's also really exciting. Mm. Yeah. Um, we need to take a break. Okay. If that's okay. But we want everybody to stay. Stay with us because we want to find out just who this Pat Obachowski is <laughs> and what is so gutsy about her mission. But um, I, I just think it's incredible. Uh, it's a little intimidating, right? Oh, yeah. What, yeah. what do you need to do? Well, let's go to Nepal. I mean, oy, oy, oy. Um, so, no, uh, Pat, we're, we're grateful to have you. We're going to take a quick ba- break, and we're going to come back and start right from the beginning. So please stay with us. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and special guest Pat Obachowski. We'll be right back. CARE Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning Shared Leadership Training Seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization, regardless of your job description. CARE is the acronym for Courage to Take Action Relevant to Everyone. This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company, but not at the expense of others. Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars. But now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information and to order, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. 
And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Yay. Welcome back, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. And our guest today is Pat Obachowski, and she is the co-creator of Gutsy Women Win. And we were just talking about how gutsy you are, Pat, for going to Nepal and having to actually train to go there. We're not we're not big on training for vacation, are we, Charles? No, no. <laughs> so that that is really it's it's really amazing. And like I said, I saw you posting on on Facebook, and I was wondering what you were doing. So let's take a step back because you've absolutely proven to us hands down that you are gutsy. So um, how did Gutsy Women Win come about and what is it all about? Yeah, Gutsy Women Win came about, I've been thinking about this for probably about a year and a half. You know, I started doing leadership and executive and team development and coaching about 12 years ago in my own business. And it seemed as if a majority of the people that would come to work with me would be women in a corporate environment, women in business themselves. And I kept taking a look at, you know, what the statistics are, especially when it comes to, to equal pay. You know, I think it was in the, in the 70s, you know, women, women were making about 62% of what men were in the, 80s, you know, that went up to uh, to 63 percent, big leap. And in the 90s, and then you know the 2000s, yeah. we were up to 77 percent, which is where we're at right now. So if we think about it, it's going to take us till uh, 2058 for women to reach pay parity. And as I was working with women, and I took a look at you know people who are in the executive ranks inside inside of you know, corporations, but I'm talking not only for-profit, but also non-profit in the healthcare industry. A majority of them are men, which is really wonderful. I mean, they got, they got us where we are now, but there are also statistics out there where it shows that, you know, women that are in leadership positions are really, really raising the net income of companies anywhere from, you know, to, from around 14% compared to 10% for a male-run organization. And so as I took a look at this and, and reflected on the on these numbers and, and working with the women and uh, about helping them really be able to find their voices, to be able to speak up, as you were saying earlier in the program, to be able mm-hmm. to speak up and ask for, you know, ask for what they want. And, Charlie, I love your definition of leadership because I am a firm believer of that. You know, we are all on the same ship, you know, together going forward in what it is that we want to create, wherever it is that we want to make a difference. And I do believe that it is one person at a time. So as I thought about it and thought about it, um, I said, you know, I think that we need to create a community where women can find their voices, where they can be inspired and motivated. Uh, you know, where they can be the agents of hope for, uh, for other people. And I have always found that, you know, women being in conversation with other women can create really deep conversation and creates change. And so I just decided, you know, I'm going to co-create a movement, and I call it co-creation because I'm creating it with anyone who wants to join. And we are taking a look at really helping women find their voices and step into their leadership and step into their power. 
You know, I love that, Pat, because I know I was one of those people that had a really hard time speaking up. And as you know, now I'm coaching and leading workshops on stage fright exactly for this reason. So I know what a problem this is. And there's so many women and men, but really women are the ones that speak to it the most, um, are just afraid to step into the spotlight, are afraid to take their position of leadership, are afraid to not be perfect. I think sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, as women, we tend to be judged a bit more harshly. Everything has to be perfect. We have to have the perfect body, the perfect home, the perfect career. And I think that actually puts a lot of, it just puts a lot of pressure on women to actually stand up then and be heard because you feel like if you say the wrong thing, it's just, it's not going to be okay. And we judge ourselves so harshly. So I love that you've created this community for women. And why don't you go ahead and share your website since we haven't done that yet? That would be great. Yeah, well, the program is called Gutsy Women Win, and the website, easily enough, is gutsywomenwin.com. That's G-U-T-S-Y. W-O-M-E-N, win.com. And there's also Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn. So go ahead and find wherever you may, you may fit in. I think it's perfect because that's really what, you know, women need is just this community to kind of help them step up. And I, you know, part of it is that I, as you have, you know, we've worked with a lot of men as I'm working with a man now. <laughs> and um, and what I like about the way the men handle things is they just tend to, I don't know, they tend to not take stuff so personally. Like even if they're fighting, I mean, they do get personal around stuff. But at the end of the day, they kind of just like, ah, oh, yeah, so what? You know, they kind of blow it off, which we tend to not do. And one of the things that you talked about and you actually did teleseminar on was resiliency, which I thought was terrific. And talk a little bit about, you know, the gutsy women win movement and around, you know, what resiliency does for us. Because I don't think people, we've been tossing that word around a lot lately, but I don't think people really understand what it really means and how to build it. Yeah, resiliency, I think, is so very, very, very important to us in, in all, in every single part of our life, not just our professional life. You know, and really, mm-hmm. resiliency is, um, how can I, it, it's kind of this elasticity that we need in our lives. It's, it's the ability to return, you know, to, to where we were after we're being bent or stretched. It's very similar to a rubber band. You know, when you when you stretch a rubber band and let it go, it's going to go back to its original form. So you think, mm-hmm. but that bending, that stretching, has in some way impacted the ability to be able to return back to the original form. So, what resiliency is all about is the ability to be stretched. Um, I think really beyond where we think we can be stretched and yet to be able to come back, to come back and of course be a little bit, a little bit changed. You know, I, I think people can recover from just about anything at all. And, you know, it's just that there are so many things that, that stretch us out, that, that um, move us 
forward. And it's always healthy for us because that's a part of changing. Uh, that's a part of changing. And resiliency is, is really being able to reach a point of where you think you cannot return and yet knowing that you will and finding mm-hmm. out that you will. Yeah, I love that because so many times you'll see people that just absolutely get almost kicked to the curb by different life events, and they don't have to necessarily be really harsh. I mean, sometimes it's just someone says something to you at the wrong time in the wrong place, and you feel so ashamed and humiliated by it that you retreat. I mean, as one example, I had a friend when – I used to train for voiceover, and while we were in training, we were at a uh, a very high-end audition studio in, in Chicago, an acting studio in Chicago, and we had a teacher that did not like us, and she was in a separate class from me, but with the same teacher, and this teacher basically told her that she shouldn't be acting. And she stopped acting for a year, basically put her career on hold that she had been working on for a year because she was so humiliated by that. Um, and so oh. it's it's different things like that. You know, someone in a meeting can say mm-hmm. something to you, and if you haven't built up that muscle to say, you know what, the heck with you. I'm going to move forward. You know, I can do this without you. Um, it can really it can really sidetrack you for a while. So I think you know when you speak to resiliency, I think it's so key, and it doesn't necessarily, in my mind, have to be a big event that can knock you down. It can be even something small. So that's where resiliency comes in—that yeah. ability to say, you know what, I don't care what you think. I'm moving forward without you. I think yeah. it's and great. Yeah, it's really interesting. I- as I was you know, putting together the information for that particular teleseminar on the art and science of resiliency, I was doing a little bit of research, and there's a gentleman, uh, his name was William Helmreich, uh, a sociology professor at uh, City College of New York, and he researched because I thought, you know, are women more resilient than men? What an interesting thing to look at. And mm-hmm. his research says that we are, says that, you know, women are psychologically strong and and may partly do maybe partly due to our, our socialization. You know, he found that that women that were in concentration camps and they survived, they coped better than men after the Second World War. Which mm, I found mm-hmm. I found really fascinating. And one of the things that he attributes this to, which I think is, is really true, is that we we have more resilience because we're allowed to more freely express our emotions. Mm. And we are able to find those communities where we're able to express those emotions. So, which which also leads into you know, let the women win. Let's create. Let's have those communities where we can create that resilience. Yeah, it's so. I think it's so important that you know, women and men have communities where they can discuss. Okay. these types of topics freely because whenever you get people, women or men on one-on-one, everybody's having these same issues. Everybody's having these same insecurities. Everyone's having these same problems, but no one's really discussing it. And by pulling together an area where, you know, people are free to discuss this and then have tools to help them and to show them how to move forward, you know, it's just, it's, 
It's great. It's a it's a perfect opportunity for women to really start experimenting with what they can do. You know, it's terrific. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Pat, we're about to take our second break. So when we come back, we will talk more about Gutsy Women Win. Right. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. Right. So this is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. And our guest today is Pat Obachowski of Gutsy Women Win. And we'll be right back. Let Charlie Labosco show you how to revolutionize your presence in the workplace. Charlie is looking to improve the workplace, and by that he means your relevance in it. Charlie has over 40 years in the corporate workplace. He has seen the unbelievable, mind-boggling, off-the-charts changes in technology, but no real change in our day-to-day and sometimes toxic workplace behavior. Charlie's mission is to revolutionize the workplace by providing the training and the tools needed to lead any organization regardless of your job description. For more about Charlie and how to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, visit charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on Talk Zone. Okay, guys, we are back with uh, our special guest, Pat Obachowski. So, Pat, a couple of quick things, right? I remember... Um, when we first met, you said to us, you guys get it. I remember those words. And, you know, when I see what you're doing now, it's, uh, I want to say it in reverse, right? You get it. Um, you're starting a, an improvement revolution on your own, right? With gutsy women win. And I would love to be a part of that, um, as well. And we would welcome anyone who participates in Gutsy Women Win. Always have a direct line to the show if they have something they need to say. So you can share that with your your teammates because uh, we're in it together, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Yeah. Right? So that's good. I wanted to ask um, a couple of things. And again, gutsywomenwin.com. But I wanted to ask you, um, is this a workshop that you do? Um, and what else are you doing? And what's new and everything in between? <laughs> That's great, Charlie. Thanks. Yeah, it is. Yes, I'll say yes to all of that. As I said, I, um, I consider myself the co-founder. And this is a work in progress, as I think everything should be. So it's not a magical, you know, here's the six steps to this or here's the 12 steps to that, but it really is what is it that you need in your particular situation. So when I first went out and and talked to lots of women about, you know, hey, if you wanted to get sexier in something that you wanted to do, if you wanted to really start taking action on a forward movement to do, you know, maybe about one or two things in your life that you really want to do, or if you want to become more of a leader, at, you know, in your work environment, at home, in your volunteer work, what are some of the things that you would want? And uh, some of the some of the women have said, you know, I really need to find out what it is that I value. I really need to to figure that out before I can really step into what might be my next one. Another individual you know, uh, has said that she really wanted to be able 
to to look just like, you know, Eva had a question on resiliency. You know, how do I keep moving back when I keep getting pounded back? You know, Mm -hmm. I keep speaking up at meetings or I keep asking for, you know, the the raise or the promotion. I keep doing really hard work, but I keep getting pushed back. How do I really spring back and, and be further along than I was to begin with? So the program, quote unquote program, consists of a couple of things right now. Uh, of course, there's, you know, one-on-one coaching that I continue to do and work in that capacity. And we are doing what I call Thrive in 45 minutes, teleseminars. And we are doing those for free at no cost to the women who, who want to come and join. And in 45 minutes, we offer them the opportunity to learn something the opportunity to work on a guide that is sent to them before the work begins and the opportunities to spend some quiet time. Because you know, tell Eva, I'm sure you guys are, are faced with this too. There's just no time to sit to be quiet. There's just no time to think about right, what is true. our next step. Yeah, so, so in, a, in that 45 minutes, it sounds like a lot, it is a lot, but there's still time that we allow. You know, to just get quiet and, and let's take a look at that. what may be inside of you right now. Answer some of the questions that we present, but to give a little bit of time, that time there. And then at the end of that, we open up the lines and anybody who has any questions, reflections, anything that they want to share, any place that they want to get unstuck at, we open that up. So that's one of the things that we have. We're also in the process of creating, you know, a membership site where people can come and get resources and materials and be part of, uh, be a deeper part of, of the communi- community that we're creating. But at the beginning of the year, we're going to kick off a 21-day challenge. Yeah, a 21-day challenge. And what that is, is really the goal that we have is to get gutsy and get going to make the one thing that must happen in your life happen. Jeez, I love it. And, and uh, <laughs> what what I get, my mm-hmm. takeaway, mm-hmm. Um, what Pat has created with the workshops yes. is like a dugout, not to be a typical guy and talk about sports. <laughs> no, but that's okay, yeah. Right? Um, it's a, it's a place where you can go where nobody's going to score on you. Right. During that workshop, it's a it's a it's a safe haven of teamwork and community for what you need. Plus, you have the uh, the coach. And uh, let me just say one other thing, uh, Pat. When you say you believe we can come back from anything, right? Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, and we can move forward regardless, um, as long as we're resilient. Mm-hmm. To me, that's a leader dealing in hope, right? Right. Um, so. You know, I get it. You're right. Um, I get what you do, and you are very inspiring. Um, and it's good to know that you're still doing one-on-one coaching, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I love one-on-one coaching. It's really, really good. And, very, and very deep. Mm-hmm. We can still, uh, and we reach you through gutsywomenwin.com? Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. Excellent. And my email, um, is, my email address is, is quite simply pat at bestywomenwin.com. Okay, I'm going to share this with a lot of people this week. 
And, you know, one of the things that you said, Pat, that I really liked is when you said there's no magical six steps. Some of those kind of make me crazy, right? I mean, I used to buy into those, too. It's like, oh, you know, six steps or ten steps or whatever, and everything's just going to be rosy. And we know that it's it's a good starting point, and for some people that it can work that quickly. But for others, it takes time. We're all on our own journey, right? Um and when you when you talk to women, so you've talked to a lot of women, you have women that come to the Thrive in 45, the workshops, which are great. I think that's a, a perfect block of time. I mean, it's not too long. You can fit it into your day and you can still get a lot accomplished in that time. I think it's actually amazing how much you can get accomplished in a block of time mm-hmm. that you just reserve for yourself. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think? And maybe you don't have a clear answer for this, but and and everyone's different. But what? you think is maybe the biggest excuse or maybe the biggest reason that women don't move forward? Oh, oh, yeah. That's always a really, really great question because it's a very, very complex issue. Mm -hmm. Since you've asked the question, I believe that the number one reason that women do not cannot move forward, do not move forward. Actually, I'm going to sneak in, too. One of them is, is really about stepping into power and voice. Um, you know, and, and I think I, I still get this reaction when I'm working with women and I start to talk about power, becoming a powerful person. There's a concept here that power equals anger. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's, there's somehow a negative connotation with stepping into your power. And that's not what it's, what it's like. That's not at all how I define it. It's really fooling, fully stepping into who you are and using the power of who you are. You know, mastering your strengths, finding that voice and using it, you know, feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Uh, it is a lot about finding your voice, and it is really a lot about about stepping into your power. And then, secondly, I think it's because women don't have good models in the upper echelon, in the upper positions that women want to advance into. Um, you know, because it is still so very, very heavily male dominated. We think differently. There is a definite, definite difference in the way that women move in the world versus men. One of the, one of the things that one of the things that I recommend to a lot of well, a lot of women I, that I work with, I send them to do this inquiry, and I say, within a week time, I want you to pay attention and to watch really carefully how many times you say, "I'm sorry," and it's mm-hmm. not your fault. Okay, I, I I still say so many times I'm sorry and it's not my fault. But when I listen to a male voice, very rarely does that occur. And there's something when someone says I'm sorry that that somehow takes away their power. So that's just one little exercise that that I strongly recommend women. And I and I challenge I challenge really both of you and any of your callers to just. Take a look at that for one week. And I think when you say, I'm sorry, and it's, you know, I mean, I know I go through the work, the, the, my, my work day, and I'll drop something on the floor, and I'll, you know, go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry I did that, or, 
or I'll start speaking before someone's finished, and I'll say, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, I, you know, I, I did that. I just think we need to be more, pay more attention to what we are saying and to be able to say that in a very powerful way. You know, I think that's really good because, you know, we forget about that, you know, about that, the tendency to apologize. And I think for myself, I stopped doing that after A, I was working with um, a lot of men, so nobody else was apologizing, so I just stopped. I mean, there was no point to it. And I noticed that they weren't doing that. But then also, one of the tips, and it resonated with me, was when I was also doing voiceover training. When you are reading copy and you stumble, it's always, don't apologize all over yourself. Just stop and start at the beginning of the sentence and keep going, right? Because otherwise it interrupts the whole session. And I, that stuck with me when I was getting that training. I thought, well, that really makes sense. And that's also, you know, what I'm teaching when I'm talking about stage fright is don't apologize all over yourself when you make a mistake. That's <laughs> where I think the resiliency that you spoke about comes into play too. It's, you know, when you see professionals, it's not that people don't make mistakes. And it's not that people don't need to apologize at times, but only apologize if you've really done something wrong. If you've just made a mistake, then just pick it up and just keep going. And you're right. I love that you have um, the people that you coach really take a look at that for a week because it can be really eye opening because you start doing it without really thinking about it. Right. So I think and I that's especially terrific. love it. Yeah. I, I especially love it when I'm paying somebody, you know, and, and Say thank you to them while they're taking my money. <laughs> right. I'm going to say I'm sorry to them. <laughs> uh, so it's great. We already have a takeaway, right? We're going to start tracking how many times we say I'm sorry during the day, right? Yes. And start working on that. That's fantastic. Um, we have one more break to take. Yep. Um, and then we're going to come back and talk some more. So please stay with us. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva and our very special guest, Pat Obachowski, the uh, co-founder of GutsyWomenWin.com. We'll be right back. Charlie Labosco is an author, speaker, and trainer with over 40 years' experience in the corporate workplace. Contact Charlie today to interact, influence, and inspire others in your organization. Whether it's a one-hour keynote presentation or a five-day training seminar, Charlie is available to speak on many topics, including making a difference in the workplace, even as one person, building shared leadership teams, and his signature award-winning seminar, Care Certification in the workplace. Charlie speaking at your organization will make a difference on day one. For more information and to book Charlie, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on talkzone.com. Welcome back, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is Pat Obachowski. Pat is a coach, a speaker, and author. She's the co-creator of Gutsy Women Win, and she herself is a gutsy woman because she's going to Nepal, so it's very exciting. And for more information about Pat and to find out about the Gutsy Women Win movement, you can go to um, 
gutsywomenwin.com or you can email pat at pat at gutsywomenwin.com, which is easy. Yes. Easy. And Pat, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about when you were, um, we have, uh, I don't know, about nine minutes. And I wanted to talk when you were talking about women are afraid to step into their power, right? And they're afraid that power equals anger, which is so wrong. And that lately has been this thing. And I just thought about this on the break that I've been seeing on YouTube where these young women are posting that they're not feminists. You know, they're not feminists because I like to wear high heels. I'm not a feminist because I like to cook for my boyfriend or whatever. It's crazy. And I don't know if you've been seeing any of that, but if you're anything like me, Pat, that, that must be making you crazy. And it's all the more reason to push the Cutsy Women Win movement forward. <laughs> yeah, that does drive me um, um, a little bit crazy uh, because I do call myself a feminist and I'm very, very proud of it. And Absolutely. all that that simply means, yeah, all that that is to me, how I define it is really to have equal rights for, for both. You know, both sexes, both gender. You know, as right. Hillary Clinton said, you know, quite a while ago, you know, women's rights are human rights. And I'm just a huge, huge supporter of that. And I think that anyone who wants to be treated fairly is a feminist, male or female. So I'm... I'm labeling them as such. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and stepping into your power just means, you know, in my mind and something that I've also been talking about in the stage price class is it's not about changing yourself. It's about embracing yourself and stepping into okay. your power means that you fully embraced who you are and you're comfortable with it. And you're just like, here I am. Here's what I've got to offer. And here is my message. And my message is as important as everyone else's message because everybody has something to give. I mean, we could be speaking on right. the same topic, but the way I deliver it will resonate with one person as opposed to the way you deliver it will resonate with another person. And therefore, that message still gets out. And so even though it may seem at times mm -hmm. that it's redundant, it's not really because different deliveries Deliver to different people, and it's all about getting the word out. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. And so, I, I mean, I, when you talk to, when you talk more, let's talk a little bit more about, you know, women stepping into their power. And when you talk to women about that, um, how do you help them kind of see that it's okay to do that? That it's not about being angry. That it's just being empowered and just comfortable with who you are. Yeah, it, it is. I think all about taking baby steps. You know, some people, mm -hmm. some people take larger steps, but I think if you can just take baby steps into, into really stepping into who you are, how you show up, what your gifts are to the world, what your strengths are, I think that once we're able to open up and really use them fully, realizing, and, and you hinted to this, realizing that we can't please everybody and not everybody is going to like us and that is okay. It's okay. But, you know, oh my gosh, I spent years of my life acting like a little bobblehead. You know, the mm. little things that go, the little heads that mm. go up and down on a body that stays the same. So whenever anybody asks me to be this way, I turn this way. And then if that person... You know, if I wanted that person to like me, oops, I turned that way. And, you know, I would change so quickly because it was so important for, for me 
have everybody like me. And I think it's a hard lesson that everybody needs to learn. Not everybody is going to like you. And if you come across somebody and they don't like you, move on because someone will. They will appreciate you. They will value you. And they will fall in love with you. And and I mean that sincerely. I mean, there are people in my life that I meet and, you know, just fall in love with because because they get me. You know, Charlie, like you said, when I met both of you, you got me. It was a very brief conversation, but I knew that I was being seen by you. And it is about stepping into your power, and it is about fully showing up in that power so and allowing other people to really see you. All of the flaws and all of the really wonderful, wonderful parts of you, because that is who you are. And I think it's a real shame. I think that you are cheating the world and those that surround you if you don't share your gifts. I love that. I love that. It, we're Charlie and I are bobbleheads ourselves right now because we're like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We're agreeing with everything that you were saying. <laughs> Even though I'm a tough guy. Even though you're a tough guy. Right. We know that. You are mm-hmm. a tough guy. Um, <laughs> because you're so right. It's about, you know, stepping into your power to share your gifts because everybody has a gift. Everybody does. And the sooner we start sharing it, the better it's going to be for society and the world as a whole. Uh Sounds yeah, like yeah. Alita dealing in hope. Um, I have exactly. a question about the Thrive in 45, mm-hmm. right? So uh, I love the concept. I'm just not sure is how it works. Is it scheduled? Is it part of a group, a one-on-one? Is there an agenda? How do you, how do you manage yeah. that? Yeah, it is scheduled. Uh, right now, it's not scheduled until we start up in November. Because um, here's one of the things I had to do, stepping into my power. We were holding them every <laughs> every two weeks on a Thursday, and I took a look around everything that I had to do before I, I leave the country for 25 days. Plus, I just got a tax audit slapped on me, and my manuscript is due at the end of the month. And I have to admit, I can't do it all. Mm. I can't do it all. Mm-hmm. So I sent an email out to my emailing list on Gutsy Women Win, and I must have gotten about 20 responses back from other people that said, oh, my God, I'm not the only one. Oh, my God, thank you for that. I needed to be reminded. So it is scheduled, Charlie. It will be picking up again in November. They're scheduled on the website. Uh, If you go to the website and you look under events, it will give you the next schedule. And I do send materials Excellent. out ahead of time to people. So there's a guide. I think it's really important that we spend time, you know, writing and reflection. And so there's a guide that gets sent out a couple of days before teleseminar. And then people that register for the teleseminar itself, which right now it is a complimentary teleseminar, uh, they will get the recording for about a week later, up till a week later. I would expect that seminar to be packed because I just think it's the it's the perfect opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's really know. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really good. Yeah. So uh, excellent. And can we ask about Nepal, or you have more questions? No, I think we should ask. Well, that's my question, actually. Right. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> so it's sort of like you challenging yourself to walk the talk about gutsy women win, right? Um, right. Uh, so. How does that work? I mean, do you have to <laughs> you get you have, on a plane? Do you have to get medically cleared to go and and all that? 
Yeah, well, first off, this is a charity trek. So we oh. we raised money to go on the trek for the town that's at the bottom of Annapurna, which is the mountain that we're going to be trekking, for their pharmacy, their school, and their hospital. And, yes, I mean, there is a lot of planning, a lot more than I had originally thought, uh, in order to get the shots that you need, to bring any, you know, special medication, to prepare yourself, you know, for the physical challenge of it, uh, to also, you know, for me, because I'm not a hiker, to get the equipment, to break all of that. It was a major, major challenge. But I tell you, I'm, re- I'm ready to go hike anywhere around the world now. Wow. I feel so strong right now. I am I am truly, truly ready. So if you'd like, I'm hoping to be able to post information on Facebook on Gutsy Women Win the Facebook page uh, during my journey. And if you'd like to, you just like that page and, and follow my track. Well, we would also like to keep our listeners posted since we're in it together now. So, you know, <laughs> just just stay calm when you're there, right? I well, will. Pat, we yeah. can't wait to hear all about it when you get back. And, and I can't believe that our time is up, but it's up. And, and it was just great talking to you again and able to. And I'm so glad we were able to catch up. I always like talking mm-hmm. to you. And I know Charlie does, too. Yes, I do. Uh, well, thank you so much for <laughs> having me. Yep. So good luck, and we'll maybe check in when you get back, and um, we'll stay in touch with our websites, right? Thank you, Pat. Have a great night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, yeah, we want to share gutsywomenwin.com. And you can reach Pat at pat at gutsywomenwin.com. And this was Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. And remember that you can um, always listen to the replays on talkzone.com. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. See you guys next week.